everybody, Brandon Lewis here. Breaking news, this happened just probably 20 minutes before I came to film this. Uh, Kyle Rittenhouse has apparently been uh, found not guilty on all counts. I believe that the uh, leftist liberal media in both Tennessee and all over the nation owe him a big, huge apology for uh, defaming his character. And uh, it is my hope that the young man uh, makes sack loads of money after having gone through this ordeal, whether he gets it from uh, defamation lawsuits or if he gets it um, from deals of people that want to help him or offers of employment, uh, it matters not. The young man has been through a lot. And in our country, we have to quit uh, building statues to criminals and thugs and uh, people who contribute absolutely nothing uh, to America. And we have to get back to recognizing individual rights, the Second Amendment, and uh, protecting private property and upholding what makes our country great. Brandon Lewis here with the Tennessee Conservative. I can see that we have people coming on, and I'm glad that you're watching. Please do in the comments section, just tell me where you're watching from. Just say, hey, I'm, I'm watching from, there's a place in here that Scott Sapicki is from. I'm later going to have to pronounce the name Kulioka. I don't even know if that's right. Uh, Troy Keith says, yes, in agreement with the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict. Uh, so do put in the comment section where you're from. We've got Lily Frazier from Tennessee. I know you're from Tennessee, but what part, Lily? That's what I'm asking. I hope you're from Tennessee. Although we do have some people that, that watch this that aren't from Tennessee. As a matter of fact, uh, we uh, ran into uh, some folks at the McMinn County GOP meeting last night. Very nice people. Warm reception some engaged patriots, and uh, a gentleman from Virginia um, who was looking to relocate here and who was following our uh, news outlet before he ever got to the volunteer state, likely typed in conservative news in Tennessee and we popped up. I was able to connect him with that GOP organization. We got to meet one another last night and that was lots of fun. Uh, so thank you. If you're in Athens, Tennessee, you've got a beautiful community there and I had lots of fun. Uh, and Lori uh, says, praise the Lord, justice finally prevailed. So happy for this poor kid and all he's had to go through. Amen. We got Diane Fowler. Thank you, Diane, uh, coming from Bobby, Tennessee. So we're going to get into some of the big stories. Let me put my phone on ye oldie airplane mode uh, that we're going to report. Some interesting things happened really just in the last 24 hours. I'm going to get to that in our lead story. But this is where we have the big seven stories. What's going on in Tennessee? Now, listen, you want to watch the circus up in D.C. That's all well and good. But your time and your money is better spent on state and local things where you can make a difference. We learned over the last two years it's important who leads. And we have been led a little bit astray by our, our own leaders in Tennessee, both Democrats and Republicans, in the last two years. So as we try to claw our way back to normalcy and try to set the clock back to 2019, I need your help. If you want to get the news uncensored, I recommend that you go to tennesseeconservativenews.com slash uh, subscribe or just hit that red subscribe button and we will send you the news uh, every day about 11.30 so you will know what's going on and so that your elected officials cannot pull the wool over your eyes because you will be well informed. Again, as I go through these stories, not only tell me where you're watching from, even if you watch this thing in 2035, 
uh, when we're still taking our 4,000th booster shot and we're probably no longer masking, but we're rather uh, wearing a full body condom. Uh, in those years, if you were to watch this, uh, please do type in the con comment section where you're watching from and what you think of these stories. Uh, Pam is watching from Kingston, Tennessee. Pam, thank you for joining us. All right, let's get right into the stories. I think I've made all the announcements I need to. Oh, by the way, we have a podcast, uh, The Tennessee Conservative. Just search that on Spotify, Apple, wherever you get yo podcast. Into the news. First story. Murray County Mayor issues state of emergency vows to protect freedoms. And I did an interview uh, with Mr. Ogles moments ago before I did this. So you'll get to get this more in depth and from the horse's mouth momentarily. Mayor Andy Ogles has issued a state of emergency in an attempt to secure the liberties afforded to health care workers in this county. Ogles issued the order to counteract a federal requirement that health care providers who receive funding through Medicare and Medicaid force all employees to take the COVID-19 vaccine. He was joined by several other uh, area leaders, including State Representative Scott Sapicki, uh, Todd Warner of Chapel Hill, Clay Doggett of Pulaski, Brandon Ogles of Franklin, and a few other folks that came via WebEx. Ogles said, in order to protect the healthcare workers in Murray County from harassment, intimidation, adverse actions, and termination for exerting, uh, exerting religious exemptions or rights of conscience, Ogles said, no power to regulate health and medical practices is delegated uh, to the United States. It's not. It's not. Is there ever a time to unite, stand together, and fight? It is now. I will leverage every tool at my disposal to protect this county and all the residents who reside here. I'm resolute in my conviction and will not relent. Uh, Sapicki stated that he hopes other mayors will follow suit. So here's the call to action. Are you ready? Here's the call to action. Pick up the phone. Call your county mayor in whichever county you live in. And you say, listen. I want you to take a look at what the brave man in Murray County did to protect our healthcare workers. Because here's the thing. Before we had a shot, these people were in the ERs and the ICUs, and they still are on their feet 15, 16 hours a day, breaking their backs, exposing themselves to something where there was no treatment for it. There was, but you know we were not allowed to talk about those. And now... And now that there is one, many of them, especially who have natural immunity, had their medical freedom sold for 20 pieces of federal and corporate silver, if you understand the reference. We have sold these people down the river for mainly the corporate influence from the medical community and natural. i just tell you what it is. And you know what? Throughout this process, uh, many of these large corporations and these big, huge uh, influence peddling lobbying groups have been able to kind of do their nefarious deeds and their evil actions in the shadows. But now organizations like me here at the Tennessee Conservative are shining a very bright light on their deeds. And those lawmakers who are connected to that money and those lawmakers who are connected to those gifts and those lobbyists and those organizations, I hope there is a reckoning in 2022. Because if you can't stand by your convictions just because there's some federal money and just because there's some corporate money, you don't have convictions. You don't have any. If money sways you of your convictions, they are not convictions. They are conveniences. So don't pretend like you have them. Just put a little door on the side of your office and Nashville says, influence for sale. And be open about it. And if you're not going to be a Republican, run as something else, okay? Just run as an independent, run as a Democrat. 
but people expect their rights under the Tennessee state constitution to be protected. Just because you're in a certain classification of employment, you, you get this different treatment? We know that's not, yeah, my fourth grader could tell you that's not fair. Back to the story. Ogles urged healthcare workers to file for religious exemptions, make them fire you, do not cave, then we will take it from there. Be blessed. Just know we are here fighting for you. And we've got that exclusive interview with Mayor Andy Ogles, and that will be coming up shortly. Switching gears. Switching gears. Are you ready? You got to put this thing down in the granny gear for this next story. Illegal Immigration Study Committee confirms, confirms, Fed's running resettlement program with zero transparency. Well, we could have confirmed this back when Lee said that they could settle illegal immigrants in our in our state back in 2019. He knew it then. On Monday, the Joint Study Committee on Refugee Issues, it's just illegal immigration, we need to quit calling them refugees, had their fourth and final meeting where they heard presentations from the Office of the Governor, Department of Children's Services, Bethany Christian Services, and Bridge Refugee Services. All these people sound like they make money off illegal immigration. I don't know if these are the best people to get your testimony from. And Charlene says, please post exactly what we ought to say to our county mayor. Uh, and Diane says, uh, I can't wait to vote in 2022. I'm with you. Um, so we need to, you basically just send, the best, easiest thing you could do is send your county mayor, going back to this old story, a very simple note that says, please follow the lead of Murray County Mayor. And I, I believe if you're in a healthcare establishment, you need to get your people together. You need to organize, you need to walk out, and you need to walk directly to the county mayor's office and ask for relief. The final outcome, back to the illegal immigration story in Tennessee, the final outcome appears to be a confirmation that not even state legislators can obtain actionable data from the federal government regarding illegal immigrants being relocated to our state, coming through our state to be relocated elsewhere, or much of anything else for that matter. It appears that the state entities involved are given just enough information to do their jobs and nothing additional. Repeated requests from state of Tennessee legislators uh, to the feds have been blatantly ignored. No freaking crap. We have been told that any legislation to be considered by the General Assembly will follow the final committee meeting, and Representative Robin Smith has uh, filed a bill to that effect. Ann Beckett, who has been reporting on the committee meetings for us, states that the committee is to be committed for digging in, but worries that the lack of data and confusion that the committee members have had uh, to face might require recommended legislation so broad in scope that it may be rendered useless. Now, I want to thank Representative Todd here for reading the survey that you took as a subscriber to the Tennessee Conservative. We had, I think, almost 3,000 respondents. And basically, we asked some very simple fundamental questions. Should illegal immigrants be educated in Tennessee alongside your kids and grandkids at your expense as a taxpayer? Should they? No. Our, ta our, we, our kids can all, are already struggling. Only 25% of them can read in Tennessee government schools. The last thing we need to do is to put people who cannot speak English into the same classroom with them where the teacher has to give all of the attention to an illegal immigrant. We've got a struggling economy. Uh, we don't need that, and we don't need drugs. We don't need unscreened individuals being dumped into our communities. We don't need it. And I, 
I don't even like having the argument about the quality of the individuals because guess what we live under or should in Tennessee, and that is under laws. We have laws in Tennessee, right? Nobody's above the law. We have federal laws that aren't being enforced. And once you become a society or a state or a municipality where everyone is not equal under the law and where we ignore laws and we treat people differently, you can't have a republic. You can't. Guys, if you appreciate what we do here at the Tennessee Conservative, if you will go to tennesseeconservativenews.com slash support or hit the support button, we need your help. Got some help from those kind folks at McMinn County last night. I really appreciate it. And when you give, you get two proud Tennessee conservative bumper stickers. Uh, you can use this to patch things around your house. You got a flat tire, you're going down the road, take one of these puppies out, slap it on it, drive on. These things are, are so adhesive. Uh, they really are. I mean, I've seen this thing uh, pull aluminum off of a refrigerator. I mean, they are made of something. Once you put it on there, it will never come off. I'm just letting you know, fair warning. Uh, it'll be there for eternity. If you give $50 or more, or if you make a recurring donation, you get this proud Tennessee, uh, this proud Tennessee conservative tumbler with all the news coming out uh, here lately. I've had to drink a lot of cold beers out of this, and I believe it has revitalized my health and turned back the clock, uh, and perhaps even pauses aging. I'm not quite sure what magical properties are imbued in this, but it can be yours. And we also send you this handy official directory of all your state reps and your uh, state senators, which many of you use uh, uh, profusely during the special session. And that's why many of us got our, our medical freedoms back. And finally, if you give or if you go to, uh, if you go to letsgobrandonhat.com, you'll get this puppy right here. And uh, everybody wants one of these uh, heading into the holiday season. We've only got a few of these puppies left. So if you want one, get them while they're hot. All right, next story. Lee signs sweeping medical freedom bill into law. We should have added in parentheses, kicking and screaming the whole way uh, and begging forgiveness from his corporate overlords. Lee signed the state's omnibus bill Friday while he waited for people to be fired in the thousands during the interim. He could have signed it on day one, but no, no. Uh, corporatism versus conservatism. It's a big fight we've got here in Tennessee. Lee signed the state's omnibus bill on Friday ensuring government entities cannot force private businesses to institute uh, mandates and private businesses cannot take actions against unvaccinated employees nor compel an employee or a visitor to show proof of vaccination. Basically, we're not going to put the yellow star of David on people, even though there was a lot, lots of, we had to really had to think and, and struggle with that. Uh, as a lawmaker. Is that right or not? Should we not label people? Should we not ostracize people? Should we not pe treat people differently? Should, should we give people medical freedom? Gosh, I don't know. I'm so conflicted. It's because you don't have conservative moorings. Lee also signed bills on partisan school board races. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, district attorneys, uh, banking collateral, the length of time allowed for executive orders and appropriation related bills uh, coming out of the legislation and uh, special session. Lee, however, did not sign a bill that would remove county health departments from local control. That did keep it from becoming law. However, because he returned it uh, without a veto, it automatically became law without his signature. Uh, Lee stated that he uh, would like to see some of the legislation undergo changes. Basically, he would like corporations to have more control over your life. Uh, when they reconvene in January, I'm hopeful that that will not happen. Lee's signing of the bill was promptly answered on Sunday when U.S. District uh, Court Judge Waverly Crenshaw blocked a portion of the bill banning schools from implementing mask mandates because God knows if you really cared about the kids, you'd want to suffocate them for hours on end to protect them from a disease that does not affect them. 
the world we are living in. It is a national and state psychosis. And I hope one day history will look back on this and go WTF, because that's exactly what I think about it. Um, as a result, several colleges and school districts across the state have kept their mandates in place or reissued them primarily because they think the government is in charge of your children instead of the parents. That is their operating function. Most of your principals, really, if you get down to it, most of your boards, all these people, they really just think that your kids are, are, are being lent to them to do with as they please. Uh, Lily Frazier says, uh, no, uh, do like DeSantis and send them to Delaware. I think that's a comment about the story we just covered on illegal immigration, which I would be all for. New, next story, new legislation to be filed to protect Tennessee election integrity. There we go. Representative Bruce Griffey has drafted new legislation to add protections to Tennessee's election process with the aim of applying the new rules to the 2022 elections and all elections thereafter, among other things. The legislation would require county election commissions to discontinue voting machines or ballot marking devices. Each county election commission would be required to use hand-marked paper ballots, which would be counted using an optical ballot scanner. Further, the ballot scanners would not be permitted to use proprietary software, and the software must be open to public inspection before and after every election. This only makes sense, people. This only makes sense. The paper ballot would be required to have security features to ensure they could not be duplicated. The upcoming Tennessee legislative session will be the last one for Griffey, which I'm freaking sad about. I'm glad he's moving on up and going after a uh, judicial appointment. I think that the people in his county and his judicial circuit would be served well with Bruce Griffey. However, I am sad that he is leaving the legislature because we have virtually zero illegal immigration hawks in Tennessee. We have a whole lot of Chamber of Commerce and NFIB shills, and they love them some illegal immigration, and they'd like to see a whole bunch of it and more of it if they can get it because it drives down the price of labor. That's what they want, and the Democrats love it because it, it makes us a bluer and bluer state. So I wish, I wish Mr. Griffey the best, but I hate to see him go. After serving two terms in the Tennessee House of Representatives, Griffey said he will be vying to take the seat of uh, Judge Donald Parrish, who is retiring. Griffey said, I don't believe in career politicians. I believe there should be term limits, plus I could do more good and affect more change for the people I serve and of whom I work in my district sitting on the bench instead of sitting in the Capitol. And you know what? He's right. And I'll tell you why he's right. Because we only have a small minority of conservatives. And there's a little rumor going around that the redistricting process uh, is going to try to draw out the conservatives and make it harder for them to actually win. And I don't doubt this for a moment. Uh, I really don't. And I hope this doesn't come to pass. But I hear things. When you run a news publication, I hear things. And very often, I trust the people who tell me things more than I trust the people who deny them because of motive. Uh, you don't have to be a world-class detective to understand that. The upcoming Tennessee legislative session will be the last one. Back to Griffey's comments. I have fought the good fight in Nashville to be a voice for my constituents, not a voice for lobbyists or the wealthy elite. It matters who sits on the bench as a judge just as much as or, or more than in the Capitol. We have seen that firsthand right here in Tennessee. Michael says the mask mandate in schools is all about money from my viewpoint, and I would agree. 
Next story, Williamson County School Board mutes parents reading from graphic school library books. During the public comments portion of Williamson County Board of Education meeting this week, several parents opted to make the public aware of the sexually graphic material found in their local, middle, and high school libraries by reading aloud from the texts. What's wrong with that? If you're going to stick it in the library for the kids to read, shouldn't adults in a meeting be able to read it? As parents read the sexually graphic text, school board member Carol Birdsong unilaterally decided to selectively mute their testimony, citing violations of FCC rules. Now that woman has to be an idiot. An idiot to cite FCC rules. Because that has nothing to do with reading whatever you wanted to in a school board meeting. Since the meeting would be, was being streamed on various channels, the parents are members of the Moms for Liberty who have been responsible for uncovering many subversive texts in libraries and in curriculums in schools across the Tennessee and the nation. Kristen Benton of the Williamson County chapter just drafted a parent's bill of rights and that she and the organizations are encouraging Tennessee residents to share with legislators ahead of the reconvening of the Tennessee General Assembly in January. Crazy. So let me get this straight. Let's back up here. Let's think this, think this through with me, okay? Old girl here, Carol Birdsong. Maybe it was more like Carol Birdbrain. Carol Birdsong is more worried about FCC regulations than the minds and hearts and souls of children being affected by sexually explicit materials in their own library. I'll say it again. Carol Birdsong really worried about FCC rules. Not so worried about the effect on the kids and about people having knowledge of what's in their libraries upside down world i'm telling you we're living in it this is like reminds me of, there's a there's a comic book series i can't remember what it was called it was called i'll think about it here it's basically called bizarro world uh or alternate universes and i feel like sometimes i'm reading a book out of that next story I should have led with this one. We're gonna we're gonna do some coverage on this story a little bit more in depth. So so let not your hearts be troubled. Not all Republicans in the Tennessee Assembly are on board with partisan school board elections. Some Republicans are questioning a new state law that will allow local Tennessee school board elections to become partisan. So maybe you could know the actual political affiliation of your school board member. Senator Mike Bell said the measure sought to provide more information and transparency in the election process. For those who might not personally know the candidates, Representative Scott Spiky said he believes it is important that voters have all the information possible available when they are making a decision at the ballot box, stating we are adding another layer of transparency. However, Senator Tard Gardenhire of Chattanooga opposed the law because he's a Democrat. Now, he went on to, 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 to give some other reasons, but he's basically a Democrat. He should run as a Democrat. The law, because the decision... Uh, on who can be called a Republican on the matter will be determined by two local executive committee members and the state party chair. Uh, yeah, of course, because if you've not voted in Republican primaries and if you're not a bona fide Republican, you should not be able to run as a Republican. And Tard Gardenhire knows this. I don't know why he acts like he doesn't. He's the same person that was like all like you know, yippee skippy over the Legal Immigration Center being put in his own district. That tells you a lot. He's the same one that was you know advocating you know, for tuition for illegal aliens. I don't know how in the world he won this last time around, and I wish I'd been more involved, and I hope to God he doesn't serve another term. He's terrible. He's probably, he may, I think he's probably the worst, he's probably the worst in the whole state. 
Representative Brandon Obels said he hopes school boards do not become stepping stones for those looking to advance politically uh, to other elected positions. And Representative Patsy Hazelwood of Signal Mountain, who's a, a squish, I'm moving up on Signal Mountain soon. Uh, so we'll we'll see if if we can get get Patsy to be a little bit more conservative and less of a Patsy when it comes to to conservative convictions. Said that the primary process could add more expense to those running for school boards across the nation. Who cares about the expense for running? How about we 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 actually get people on the school boards that will turn around our government schools' crappy records? That'd be something good to do. Next story, OSHA halts implementation of workforce uh, federal mandate after court order. OSHA is temporarily suspending enforcement of the Biden administration's private sector COVID-19 vaccine mandate. The announcement comes after the fifth court of U.S. Uh, appeals in New Orleans twice ordered implementation of the mandate halted, citing grave constitutional issues. Well, it's kind of crazy because we don't seem to see, we got lawmakers in Tennessee that don't see a lot of grave constitutional institutional issues with what we're doing here, although they should, and hopefully eventually they will. The court ordered that OSHA take no steps to implement or enforce the emergency temporary standard until further court order, and OSHA agreed to suspend activities related to the implementation and enforcement of the ETS pending future developments and litigation. States, businesses, and other groups filed 34 lawsuits against Biden administration's mandate that private sector businesses with more than 100 employees require workers to be vaccinated against the coronavirus or face weekly testing. The policy also would impose nearly $14,000 in fines per employee if the businesses are caught letting their workers skirt the directive. It's all about the money, boys and girls. I'm telling you. I am telling you, it's a sad state of affairs. Hey, what are y'all doing this weekend? What are you getting into? See what I got. Uh, I have got, uh, I've got some things to do this weekend. What are, what are we, tonight, my father-in-law and uh, my mother-in-law, wonderful ladies, uh, wonderful man coming over. We're gonna hang out. Uh, have some fun with the grandkids. I've got to go meet with someone who is considering running for school board here in uh, about an hour and 15 minutes to see if I can help them get a leg up on the process given my vast campaign experience in the past. Uh, i got to go to a wedding and a couple of birthday parties this weekend. It is busy, busy. Everybody had to, had, used to be a bunch of single people hanging out. Now we just got a bunch of babies running around, a bunch of kids. And you know what that does to your calendar and schedule. I love you guys. I appreciate it. Uh, let me ask you, as we close out, the few of you that watch to the end, which are the true believers, uh, if you would pray for our organization and uh, wisdom for me and everything that I do here. I have been uh, rather uh, lax in asking for that, and I probably need to do it more often. And I get unsolicited emails from people saying that they're doing just that because I believe uh, that we are in a fight for the church. I believe that we are in a fight for the Constitution. I believe we are in a fight for our rights. And uh, we need uh, all the help we can get. And there's only one person that, that, that controls all this. And we ask that, that what we do would be pleasing in his side. I appreciate all of you. Love you very much. Be good. Have a good time. And be free this weekend. Uh, Mary Beth says prayers sent. Uh, Michael says thank you. Roger, that will do. I appreciate you. Brandon Lewis with the Tennessee Conservative Big 7 News Break. Go find us on Spotify. Go find us at Apple, wherever you get your podcast. Share our content with other conservatives so that we can keep Tennessee red. Until next time, I'm Brandon Lewis signing off. Take care.